Hey there, party people. Did you know that Encounter Party is now an official Dungeons & Dragons television show? You can find our second campaign on the Dungeons & Dragons Adventures channel, available now on Plex and Freebie. We have new episodes every Tuesday night at 9pm, and the show is available on demand next day on Plex. For links and to learn more, head on over to our website at EncounterParty.com. Now, please enjoy this episode of Campaign 1 of Encounter Party. Warning, this episode features very strong language and depictions of graphic violence. Listener discretion is advised. Last time on Encounter Party. With our players in tow, the mighty Gore began their assault on the Zerta camp. However, the corrupted warriors have proven much more dangerous than initially thought. Death is a harsh part of war, and just who will live, and who will die? Find out this week on Encounter Party! The DM laughs as you begin to lose heart. <laughs> Top of the order, Lorzatch. <laughs> Your weary frame is nothing against my plastic miniatures. Lorzatch or Rurikthar? The DM checks himself quickly <laughs> as he remembers. He's also kind of helping, and Rurikthar leaps off the platform to come smashing into those punk-ass bitches. Yes. We got this, gang. First attack. Rurik. Like a Pokemon? Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't you be? You had two heads? No. Only when he's raging. <laughs> Hits for exactty damage. Axe slices the honor guard in half. Second attack. Thaw. Out of range. Lorzatch. Ooh. All right. Lorzatch, having already wounded the goon in front of him, tightens his grip on the staff of withering and strikes. For a 24 to hit. Yeah. You get so amped when Lorzak rolls. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> Sorry, I'm uh, uh, Ned's dance is fantastic. I'm very motivated. <laughs> uh, so that is 10 magic damage and 5 poison damage. How's it happen? Lorzatch spots an opening and shoves the skeletal hand of the Staff of Withering straight into the guy's mouth and pokes up through the soft palate into the brain stem. Next. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. As a bonus action, Lorzatch is going to cast Healing Word on himself. Great. Great. P-p-p-perix. Okay, so first, Perix goes, all right, whew, I just needed six seconds to get my breath back, uh, and then opens the cages. <laughs> uh, I mean, they're, like, locked. Oh. As an action, you can try and break one. That's exactly what I would like to do. We're okay. going to break widgets, because honestly, Kovix is not that helpful. Can you help her? Because I can get the cages. So I can't help her this turn no matter what. I can get into the area, but she is one square too many to get there. I mean... Do we agree that it should be widget? I feel like Kovix is old and dies. Yep. Except I can't run very far. Yeah. Yep. Or do we just leave them in the cages and I run? But at the end of the day, like I can't help Zanya no matter what. Uh, I am not a fan of that plan. So I'm gonna attempt to please. break open Widget's cage. Come on, please let me out. What do I need? What did you roll? Uh, yeah, nine. No. Ugh. Okay. Uh, come can, on, buddy. Can what I, the, can I hand off on, an object? It's it's wait 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 wait
Bud's knife is in my fucking cloak. So I reach Bud's Rakdos knife through the oh, thing to, all right. to, to widget. And I say, this one's on you! And I run. <laughs> <laughs> you just like drop it in his cage. And Widget's like, what the? Oh, oh, this thing is, oh, there, oh. And Kovix is like, it's a Rakdos knife. He's like, oh, gross. Are there any souls in this thing? This, uh, normally I'd be upset, but right now I'm kind of happy. And then I run over there, which is not near enough to do much, but next turn I'll be helpful. Great. Uh, they can't do nothing anymore. They are out of the order. Xenia, save, please. Okay. I've never been down in this game, I don't think. It's okay. This is Xenia's first drop? Yeah. Uh-huh. Halfway through the second season? She stays very far away. <laughs> yeah. And teleported into oh a That's God, the good. That's it's the good. Okay. Ooh. One save. How many one fails do you have? Fail. One fail, one save. Okay. You, well, you'll be good by next round. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we got you. Okay. Thanks, friends. Uh, Fakara, I skipped you. Go. <laughs> All right, cool. We're good. I haven't taken any more damage yet, so that's great. I am going to take one swing of that archer for a 12, which is good, for five damage. Still up? Dead. Dead. Yes. Fine. Die. And, hey. now two, and now two hits to the big guy. Yes. Well, you got to step forward. I have been waiting for this moment. Thank you. Let's uh, <laughs> let's see how confident you are. I, I'm just saying David soloed one. Asterix. Well... That's a 15 and a 12. So, I mean, it's been a little bit hard. There were lots of archers. So. Miss. Ah. Saloran. Hey, you're up. You want to do something? Saloran is going to dash towards Xenia. You run past the big cage. You just hear, hey, okay. Uh, You got the knife. Do you have the ability to heal as a bonus? I have, I can lay on hands as an action. So I can't do anything right now. You are 10 feet away from her. Right, that's, I was wondering if you had like a right. spell. I'm right. completely out of spell slots. Ah, fuck, okay. So you have to do one more round and then we'll get to you. I'm gonna use my bonus action to take my spiritual weapon, move it closer to the cages and try to smash it open and free Kovix. That is a 23 to hit. Yeah. And that is... Is it at least 10 damage? Yep, that's 11 damage. Yep, you smash open the cage. Kovix is free, and that's my turn. But also, like, Kovix, don't rush into battle. You're yeah, good, no. man. Like, yeah. don't. If, if he died, I'd be true. Perix doesn't care about people. He would be truly upset if Kovix died. Oh, old cows. They're charming. You that's know? true. That's why he doesn't really like Fakara. She's just, like, a little too young. She's just a little. When I like my, I'll tell you what, I like my cows elderly. So Nikki is going to move back slightly so she can still do shit, but, like, not be in so much damage. Hmm. And she's going to cast Wall of Flame to encapsulate both Rurik Thar and Lorzach once again. Would you both please make dexterity saving throws? Ooh. 26. You're fine. You'll take half. Rurik, unfortunately, rolled a natural one, so he's going to take the full run. You know, for being a clan chief, and he kind of sucks. He talks a lot of shit. Yeah. Get it together, Rurik. 
Half damage will be 11 fire damage. So these flames erupt on the ground in front of you, and Lorzach manages to, like, stave off. You've seen this attack before, but Rurik Thar was face down on the ground the last time he get hit by flames, and this is just a little bit too much. And you see him drop down to one knee, take a deep breath, and then stand back up again. God bless trolls. At the end, he's not a troll. He's an ogre that's he's insensitive. He's an ogre that's insensitive. <laughs> Damn it. Be clear. That's twice. Yeah. You have a thing against ogres. Yeah. We're gonna <laughs> miss military sensitivity training oh, over here. Geez. So yeah, <laughs> for those of you parrots, you can kind of hear behind you up in the cage. Team, I ride him out. <laughs> and I I just have a knife. And <laughs> which it just sort of like comes out and he's like, what's what? Yeah, and he spots the big brute up by Fakara, and he can move a measly five spaces because he's tiny, and he's going to make his way up to try and help Fakara. I got a knife. I got a knife. It's not as good as a bomb, but we'll make it work. <laughs> and then um, you also see Kovix sort of stand up and just sort of push the cage off the top of him, and uh, nobody's looking at him. Give me a perception check. 19. A 19? So Perix alone can hear this guy just sort of stand up and he just starts walking very slowly through the dirt towards where you guys are coming. He's, he's really, really old, so he can move a maximum of four spaces. But do you hear like he's, you hear like he stoops or he does something. You can't exactly see what it is because he's behind you. But you swear you think you hear him say in a very whispery, soft voice, you don't really think you're up for this, do you? And then you look down to the honor guard and you just see the leftmost honor guard just grab his head and his eyes roll up in the back of his head and he just crumples to the ground dead. So those of you who those of you who are approaching and seeing this fight just see the leftmost honor guard just drop down dead. Whoo! Top of the order, Rick Thar is going to go rushing in. He's going to swing. Oh, mother heifer. Nope. Miss miss. Lorzatch. Lorzatch is going to skirt around the side of the tent to line up his sight with the leftmost person in the honor guard. And Lorzatch is going to cast Chill Touch on the leftmost honor guard for a 10. Whiff. Great. As a bonus action, Lorzatch is going to heal himself using Healing Word. Okay. Fakara. I look directly in the eyes of this enemy and I just grit between my teeth. You will not take me down! Okay, Mike. That's going to be a 9, 9, and a 15. You swing wildly. Whiff, whiff, whiff. Sorry, bruh. (laughs) (laughs) Perix. Okay, so Perix is going to run forward, uh, and as he runs forward, the crystal is crackling with with the lightning energy and the electricity as he hits his distance launches straight forward in a 100-foot straight line to hit, I believe, the leftmost guard plus Nikia. Yes. Great. Could they please make a dexterity 16 saving throw? Him miss her success. For 29 lightning damage or 14 for the half. Um, he gets lit up. Also, this log in front of me is now on fire. It's a bench. That bench in front of me is now on fire. 
fucking up their camp. Yes. <laughs> Should have launched it through their tents just to yes, piss them off. Uh, so the leftmost honor guard gets shocked to shit. Bye. Is still up? Oh, no. Xenia. Fail. Nine. Two fails. Oh, Two fails. God. Okay, uh, guys, don't let it bleed out. We're working on it. She may or may not have vital information to share, depending on her personal choices as a player. Uh, who is next? Saloran? Saloran moves forward behind Xenia and then lays a, kneels down and lays a hand on her head and then channels lay on hands into her. She heals for 15 HP. Oh, thank you. Welcome back, Xenia. Uh, Welcome to how all of us feel a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the party, pal. (laughs) I'll tell you what. That was unpleasant, but... Interesting? An interesting experience. Thank you. That's the word I was going to use. Beasts. Enemy's turn. You are going to see both of these things go clubbing at Rurik Thar. The first one is going to miss. The second one is going to connect with a 22. Rurik Thar, who managed to stabilize himself... With that, don't drop to zero power. Gets connected right in the chest by the honor guard's mallet. And he is down. But no longer blocking line of sight. It's not a bonus. Um, Both of them have made their attacks. You see Nikia back up just a little bit more. And then she waves her wand in a big arc and casts Wall of Thorns shielding herself off and demanding that Lorzach make a wisdom saving throw. 15. So as she completes this wide circle with her wand, a huge 10-foot-high wall of thorns erupts around her out of protection. And then after this goes up, you see your buddy Lorzach grip his head in agony and drop face down to the ground. Lorzach, you are prone and incapacitated, therefore unable to take actions. However, you can retry the wisdom saving throw at the end of your turns to try and break what is happening. Fikara. Yeah? You're up. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, technically, Lorzach is up. Nope. You are incapacitated. <laughs> you feel these icy black hands just wrap around your brain as you can tell exactly what is trying to take hold. Fikara. You didn't know that cows could growl, but it's happening right now, and you just can feel the vibrations of all of the frustration that's within Fikara right now, and she tries to just bring that out into her maces, and that is going to be a 26, a 20, and a 15. The first two will hit. All right, cool. Yeah. That's that's helpful. That, that is things that I like. That is good. And that is going to be 10 for the first one, and then for the second one, that will be 9. How does it happen? She just growls as much as a minotaur can growl, and it's just not on my watch, and just brings him to the ground shearing his arms from his shoulders. Oh. With blunt objects? Yes, Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah, with blunt objects. And then as soon as he drops to the ground, you see a familiar looking goblin running up behind him and just goes, ah, yeah, oh, okay. All right, that's fine. <laughs> All right, I'll go somewhere else, I guess. Uh, <sighs> okay. Herrix, you want to do something? 
Seeing Lorzatch grab his head and dropped, Perix feels a blind rage like he has never known because he knows exactly what is happening inside Lorzatch's head right now. And the lightning energy does not dissipate as he runs forward to that log and fires lightning bolt again through the wall of thorns. Uh, dexterity 16, please. No. Thank God. Fuck yes, okay for 34 points of lightning damage. <laughs> and everything that is flammable. And, and the wall of thorns, at least where I hit it, I believe is on fire. Uh, it's a magical wall. It doesn't count as a flammable object. It is not on fire. Xenia, do you want to give her a wall of thorns slash wall of fire? Well, I was hoping we can fire, do that. I was hoping it would crumble you in wanna on do, You want to do, I, I will allow her to stack spell damage on you. <laughs> you want to do no, that? No, thank you. Go ahead, Xenia. Hey team. I'm about to attempt to do something boss, but if it doesn't go as planned, which I am a boss, so it probably will, I may need a little bit of a boost. Stay tuned. And Xenia takes the Izzet charm gifted to her by Niv-Mizzet, and she activates it. Not as planned. Okay. <laughs> Take nope. my inspiration. Please roll again. Thank you, Fakara. Yes! Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all cheering for what? Xenia casts Dispel Magic to get rid of the Thorn Wall. Okay. So you all watch as this expertly crafted and very considerately reserved spell that Brian had been hanging on to just crumbles, and Nikia is left exposed alone at the edge of her camp, feeling a bit of a dick. <laughs> Uh, you do have to cash in your charm, though. It is a one-use item only. But what a use. Thank you, Firemind. Um, shit. Okay, Saloran. Saloran is going to dash past Xenia and position himself behind Thar, And that will be his turn. Okay, end of the round. The final two remaining members of Nikia's Honor Guard see Saloran trying to take care of Rurikthar, and they rush against him to attack. The first one is a complete miss, and the second one is a 20 exactly. That'll hit. Okay, you're going to take a little bit of damage. You're going to take nine bludgeoning damage as they come wailing on your armor. Nikia, exposed and looking like she might be beginning to panic, is going to cast her last option of Wall of Fire at Perix and Xenia. Would you both please make dexterity saving throws? Target is 16. 17. Target is 17. Fail. 17. For real? Yeah. Bugger. Frogger. I got a 13. A 13? Yeah. Okay. Xenia, you will take 21 fire damage. She's down again, folks. Ned, you'll take half, so 10. ten. Yeah. Good lord. Oh, this battle is rough. I feel your pain. Widget, hearing the sound, will go, I, I'm trying to help. <laughs> and he'll try and dash towards uh, Salorn, I guess, is going to be the thing. Uh, he leaps through the fire and takes no damage. Perix, give me another um, perception check, please. And would somebody please move Kovic's four spaces forward on a diagonal? That is a 22 for perception. Again, you, you think you hear something whispered, just you, off the corner of your shoulder, and you hear, Wasting your power on young women. It's very unbecoming. And you just see an arc of lightning 
come ripping over your shoulder. Um, however, Xenia is behind you. Yes. Xenia, you feel lightning hit you and are healed for 10 hit points. <sighs> Meanwhile, Perix, you see an arc of lightning come blasting in and hit Nikia for some damage. And then again, you can hear behind you, oh, oh. Don't you fucking dare, Brian. Top of the order, Lorzach. Lorzach makes a wisdom save. What's the target number again? 16. Nope. Still incapacitated. Fikara. All right, already counted this out. If you could please put me diagonally next to Solarin. So that's a dash move, and oh, after the dashing, I get to be all pointy with the horns. Oh, no way! <laughs> yeah, what's up? Oh, this character is so goddamn fun. No way, I, Yeah, man. oh, totally way. Both of these guys are at one HP, by the way, from the <laughs> shatter, from the shatter forever ago. <laughs> that's brilliant. All you gotta do is connect. Yeah, yeah. Target is 16. Oh yeah, that's a, uh, that's a 24. So you, they're 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 just wailing on Saloran, like trying to do Nikki's bidding, trying to make sure Rurikthar dies, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they're just here. This horn just come fucking goring him across the middle. You know how you see bulls do that to bull riders, and they just go flying across the <laughs> you arena. You just throw them over your shoulder. Kind of what happens. All right, Perix. Perix is in a blind rage, and he steps forward up to the box that is up in front of him, about five spaces, and he stares straight into the eyes of Nikia and launches a mind spike deep into her brain. Oh, good luck. Do it. She needs to make a wisdom 16 save. 17. Okay. She takes half damage. The we've spike makes it. We've learned that the gruel are quite wise. Yeah. So it is nine psychic damage as he launches everything he has mentally into her brain to destroy the filth that is in front of him. And so you shove this mind spike into her. And for a moment, Perix, you and her are connected telepathically. And she sees your mind as you see hers. And you feel this wave of horror washing over her face that can only speak one thing, that she thought she was the chosen and now fears that you are that one. And in terror and pain and agony, her eyes roll up behind her head and she falls to the ground dead. Woo! And then, out of courtesy, <laughs> at one HP... Widget comes running up in between oh. Saloran and Fakara and leaps into the air and stabs that last honor guard in the throat, taking him down on the floor and goes, ha ha, I'm here. Yes. <laughs> yes. And everyone applauds Widget. Yes, yeah. Well, I did one thing. All right. You did it very well, Widget. Well, you know, you left me in the cage for a while. I, just, I, I, I gave you a knife. I would have done a lot more if you let me out. but uh, you I guys, did let you out. You did good. I didn't even know you were here. You did good. I'm not here. I'm retired. I know. <laughs> so a little bit of upkeep after the battle. You see Lorzach face down in the dirt, planted, not getting up. And you also happen to see Kovics in the back of the fort, just sort of down on one knee, looking completely 
overdone. So Lowen's going to lay a hand on Rorik Thar and raise him with 5 HP through lay on hands. Great. I am running to the Brigadier General and I am making sure he is healed. He's not injured. He's just I'm making weary. sure he's okay. Oh, thank you, my dear. Oh, I'm afraid I didn't have quite as much in me as I did back in the fort battle. <sighs> and he like kind of more than unnecessarily uses you to get up to his feet. Yeah, that's fine. Xenia runs up to Lorzach and pours a healing potion down his fro- throat. You can't move him. I can't move him, so she saves her healing potion. <laughs> you can't even turn him over. Whoa. So Lauren's going to walk over to Lorzach and try channeling 5 HP through Lay on Hands into him. You gain 5 HP if you were not at max. Can we roll like perception or investigation just to see what's going on with his body? He's face down in the dirt, completely rigid. He is 100% an immovable object. But not stone. He's not stone. Right. Just immovable. He's alive. Pretty sure he's conscious too. Oh. Somewhere in the area is an orb. We need to find it. Okay. Uh, I start searching the ground. She just starts moving dirt uh, yes. to Lauren's size and just goes to the tents. I am going to run back to her. Okay. Remove her head and see if there's anything else I can take from her. <laughs> Is Do I find anything else in an investigation role? Yeah, a whole bunch of blood. You tear off her head and like black blood spews out. There's nothing. There's nothing. What? What? Why? I thought she might have an arm in her head. <laughs> I needed a trophy. There is no orb on the body of Nikia. Okay, well, I still have so her head. Parix will go into the tower. Uh, Salorn will go in. We're right out of initiative you. order, so Parix will go into the tower. Okay. Uh, so will Zenia. Wisdom saving throw, please. Since they're well, sure. We all, all get a plus five. Oh well, then I have a twenty-six. Nat 20. 15. Saloran, you've given too much effort to your teammates. You forgot to save some of that save and throw for yourself, my friend. You're going to take 14 points of psychic damage as you reach up the tower. Saloran goes, this is outside of my expertise, but I believe, uh, and then just drops. Uh, uh, Perix will, uh, entering the tower. Uh, I've never caught anybody on a trap before. Achievement unlocked. <laughs> I'm having a great session. <laughs> uh, and do an investigation looking for specifically the orb or a box that could contain the orb, something like that. There's nothing on the second floor. It's completely empty. Up to the third floor. I didn't realize we were on the second floor. I thought we had just walked in. Oh, no. First floor, you were on the second floor. Got it. Up to the third Mental floor. Mental issue. Up to the third floor. Zenny, where are you going? Well, first I'm going to pour a healing potion down Saloran's throat. Okay, so you go up alone. That's for nine points of healing damage. Thank you very much. Healing damage? I, I like it. No, I no, love I'm it. No, I'm keeping it. For nine points of healing damage. Ned, I need a wisdom saving throw without the aid of your uh, companion. Oh, yeah. 17. Exactly. <laughs> so, you reach the top of the tower. Yeah. And it's just as you hoped you wouldn't find. There, on a pedestal at the top of the tower, is a third prismatic orb and scratched into every wall at the top of this tower is just the name Merit Lage carved over and over again. Perix is going to make a test that he hopes works in his favor, and he will barehandedly pick up the orb. You'll take 13 frost damage. 
That is exactly what I was hoping you were going to say. I put it in... I have a pack, so I put, like I wrap cloak. it in a cloth and I stick it in a pocket in a bag. You like baby hammock your yeah. cloak. <laughs> as soon as you procure the orb, you can feel Lord's Edge. And I reach through the orb and remove the incapacitation from Lord's Edge. Out of nowhere, Lord's Edge, you find yourself free. Lord's Edge propels himself off the ground as fast and as hard as he can shaking off, clawing away the thing that had wrapped itself around his mind, blinking furiously to try and see what is and what is not real. And you just hear from your flank, Hey, elf buddy, how you doing? Oh, you don't look so good. When did you get here? Uh, actually, that question's right back at you, buddy, because I've been here for a while. When did you get here? How long was I down? Uh, again? I don't know, I just got here. That's confusing. I've been here for a while, but I just got here. Lorzach is extremely afraid that a lot of time has passed. <laughs> and so, with the death of Nikia, commander of the Zerta clan, masters and worshippers of the old ways, you notice again something strange, especially you, Xenia, take note that Nikia herself does not have any tendrils. And yet she seemed to be in command of the orb in command of a horde of merit lage infected fighters. You now have a third orb that you have found. And Rurik Thar, slightly dejected, looks amongst the carnage as so very few of us are left. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. So... Fakara hands the head of Nikia to Rurikthar, who takes it willingly and looks around and says, Now everyone will know the power of the Gore clan. Our numbers will rise thanks to the head of Nikia. Glad to be of assistance. Perix looks at him and says, Do not let the other clans try and take the old ways. The Zeta! We're fools. The Gruul do not need tricks to win our battles. We will report this 
to the guild leader. And he's hanging around, but he's, you know, done. Uh, Lorzach has shifted from fear and alarm to quiet, fuming rage and is ready to go. Oh, and Parix also tells everyone that he has an orb in his pocket. <laughs> uh, Heads up. Um, <laughs> Lifts his cloak, but it's an orb. If you want an arbiter, I'll take it. I'm duty bound to do what's best for the party. Everyone yells, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one goes, darn. Parix turns and walks back into the tower and heads towards the stairs down to the basement. You guys see Parix walking into the tower. Um... I'm curious as to how Lorzach regained consciousness, so I'm going to stick around and probably talk to him about it. Okay. So Lauren's just going to stay with Xenia and Lorzach. He's not a fan of falling to another mental trap. So you guys descend into the basement of this tower, and you see two Selesnian guild members chained by their necks to the wall, and they do not look good. Perix, give me a medicine check. 22. They look dead. They look dead or are dead. I will check. As you approach them, they sense you and lumber forward to the edge of their chain tight around their neck, arms outstretched. And when they realize they can't reach you with their dead hands, you hear both of them crane their necks upward and you just hear... then the ground starts to tremor in that really horrifically familiar shake. Uh, I'd go for their faces. So, Fakara, without a second thought, takes her maces and caves in the head of both of these Selesnian guild members, and their bodies crumple to the ground, and the shaking immediately stops. Oh, Selesnian worms, yeah. Uh, Perix will investigate the bodies to try and see what their condition was. This is... You've seen something like this before, and the only thing that you can remember, it's been so much going on in the last several weeks, but you remember seeing something like this during your time at the Zonnet, revolving around the Golgari incursions in some way. Okay, and there's nothing else in the room, just the two chain bodies now dead? Just the two chain bodies. Parix will return to the surface. Okay. As we get above ground, I will look at everyone. Was the shaking noticeable to everyone else? Oh, yeah. Everybody just started feeling like, oh, come on, a worm right now. No way. So I will say there were two Selesnian worm collars, undead, chained to the wall by their necks. Ah, that's how they did it. Would you like to go check? Sure. He'll He'll go take a look. You see two Selesnian guild members who had been zombified. Yeah. And there's only one group of people who know how to do that. It is unusual that they retain the ability to call worms. Yes. Yeah. It takes a minute for Lorzach to pry himself away from these things. Can I roll a medicine check on this? Yes. I need a perception check from Saloran, because I keep forgetting you're here. So that's a 22 on medicine. 14 perception. Everybody sees Lorzach rush downstairs. So Lauren's definitely going to, his interest is peaked now and he's definitely going to follow. Um, what is it about your medicine check, Lorzach, that you would like to 
determine. Whether or not this is a type of lichdom? It is not a type of lichdom. It is discernedly zombification. Saloran, you come rushing downstairs. I need another perception check with advantage, please. I rolled a 9 and a 17. The 17 makes it 20. There's an unfulfilled contract in the room. Two of them. Soren feels a flash of anger and then quells it and then begins to call out to their souls in Elvish. You that have disappointed the Orzov. Your debt is not paid. Come to me now. And as if ripped out of the ether down to these dead corpses... You see the spectral forms of both of these Selesnian guild members, now spirits, standing before you. Explain to me why your debt is not paid. They say collectively, like in unison at the same time, as if they're both under the same condition. Our debt is unpaid because the tunnel is not yet finished. Lorzach finds this immensely interesting. So Lauren turns to Lorzach and says, Consider this a bounty brought to you by our contract. He looks back to the two souls and says, To whom do you owe this contract? In unison they speak to you. We are sorry, knight, but you cannot offer us bounty on this particular contract. So Lauren feels cold fear clench his stomach because he knows that in the Orzov, there are only few people that can hold something like this away from him as a knight. He fears that it's the Obsidat. He turns to Lorzach and says, We must return to Tessa immediately. I'm inclined to agree with you. Good. Then I'm relying on you, Dovkorin. And all of this is in Elvish. I would also yeah. recommend interrogating these things for all they're worth when it comes to what the details of that contract were. Great. We are sorry, Collector, but due to the parameters of our agreement, we are unable to disclose the exact conditions of our contract. Ah, confidentiality clause. This won't bite you in the ass at all. What is the number of your contract? They give you a 17-digit number that I'm not going to say out loud because then the party people at home are going to record it, and if I don't get it right at a later date, I'm going to get in trouble. (laughs) Sure enough. (laughs) So Lauren is still feeling a great deal of anxiety and fear over this, but he cools his exterior, turns to Lorzach and says, we must go, but is there anything else that you want to know? How did they raise your bodies? We do not understand the specifics of Golgari magic, but we are aware enough to understand that our souls are tethered to these bodies in order to make the worm call. Fascinating. We can no longer call worms in our spirit form, but we can use our old bodies by possession to speak the language known only to the worm callers. Do we burn the bodies? It would be much simpler to have the worm a non-factor. If their heads were still intact, I'd simply take them with us. Ah, well. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) um, No, I don't think there's any need. With with the head destroyed, the body can't, I mean, the head can't speak. Right. They can never fulfill their contract. If they were to somehow find their way, if they were to be compelled by the contract back into their own bodies, they couldn't talk anyway. And as I understand it, the vessel has something to do with the ability to call worms in the first place. Right. So with the two pieces divorced from each other in a pretty permanent basis, we're safe. 
but we still need to go immediately back to the 10th precinct. Yes. Um, Lorzach is going to come out of the basement and summarize as best he can the bombshell of uh, what has been discovered in this basement. Just um, to recap, we have two Selesnia bodies raised with Golgari magic bound by the Orzov and owned by the Gruul? Yep. May I? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So what you have discovered is two Selesnian worm callers who at some point made a contract with somebody very discreetly within the Orzov guild. Something to do with a tunnel. Yes. After that contract was fulfilled, they got perixed and killed before fulfilling the contract, at which point Golgari magic revived their bodies and, as per the parameters of the contract as to what they are alluding to, they were required to use their undead bodies as vocal cords to continue calling worms under the direction of a third party. I will allow using Perix as a verb in this situation. Yes. It is very apropos. Their, uh, Shout out to Bill. Their possession within the gruel at least connects the gruel to... The other over, things. We are on a four guild problem right. in this basement. I mean, Nikia herself had an orb. Yep. But you at least now know that she wasn't just acting independently with an orb, that everybody with an orb seems to be doing stuff together. Yep. Can he call these back? In what capacity? Is he able to summon them to give testimony again? Uh, Not universally. Like, he can't be across city and then just be like, where are you, ghosts? Can't call them for Tessa. Okay. Right, correct. Because they can't follow me like the ghost that you had the contract with in soft Right, because they were my contract. It right. was my contract. They are contract. possessed by someone else. Right. Okay. okay. But thank you, though. We still have a contract number, and that's not nothing. Hey, Zenia, yeah. you know what I heard? Not the Izzet or the Boros. Hey. <laughs> Yet. But also the Izzet are already so implicated. <laughs> <laughs> the Izzet were implicated first. <laughs> Perix is terrified. Yeah. Good. Perix is terrified. <laughs> I like hearing that. We must go back to the 10th district. And be extremely careful about who it is that we talk to and about what. It would not be the Grand Envoy. She is above suspicion. We hope. Uh... Perix doesn't believe that for a second, but agrees we should talk to her. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable sharing this information with her. We are kind of contractually bound to, because our contract is with her, not him. I have a code for a contract with the Orzov that is need-to-know information for us to really understand what is happening to Ravnica. The only person with the authority to look up this contract is the Grand Envoy, at least the only person that we trust. So either we go to Tessa Karlov, or you risk destroying Ravnica. That's a bit dramatic, but okay, we can go. So we have a number of different things that we can head out to investigate and pursue. First, we need to follow up on the contract code for these two Selesnian worm callers that were apparently sworn to someone within the Orzov. And if the Grand Envoy can figure out who, that's going to be our first line of inquiry. Second, we need to follow up on the engineer for the independent rail line, the oh, person who is right. least likely to be tied into the conspiracy right. and who is most likely to know the length, exact locations of all the rail lines. Right, Halen Ward. Halen Ward. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good call. And third, we need to see Amara Tandris and figure out how many Selesnian guild members are in league with the conspiracy. Ooh. That's going to suck. 
you're also carrying around an orb. Yeah. You specifically put two away. Yeah, we'd, yeah. Have, we'd have to go put them in the spectral safe that only Lorzatch can see. Um, if you guys need to go make a dump off to Alfonso, we're going to have to find a way to do that. Okay. Okay. So what do we want to tackle first? If I think back on the line of the map that you gave us of Ravnica earlier. Yes. Technically, the the engineer is on the way to the Grand Envoy, correct? None of them are really on the way to each other, but from where you are stationed, the easiest trip would be going down to the smelting district and meeting the engineer. engineer. Yeah. That also will put you closest to Alfonso if you need to make a run. Cool. Okay. So that's my vote because that gives us the most information to go to Tessa with. Great. That seems sensible. Don't like forget the vote. gyrocopter. <laughs> Didn't she crash it? I wouldn't. Is it salvageable? Are you an is it scientist? Yes, I am. Come on, man. Get it together. <laughs> I like that Rancids are like hype man. You've got to believe in yourself. I feel, I really, I feel him in my spirit. I do believe in myself. Man. Let's get the gyrocopter. Let's go to, what was it? Hey, 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 Halen Ward. Halen Ward. Well, y'all can't fit in my gyrocopter. No, you we'll got to drag, drag it. it. Yeah. And, and by you, and it's going to be me. I mean you. Yeah. 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 Oh, so I quick. Know. You found out that, uh, you found out that Kovix and Widget were with Private Gory and Mandy and Rancid, and they were totally like, we'll take care of Zappity. And they were on their way back to the city to do that, and they were set upon by Xerta's scouts. And Kovix and uh, Widget were like, ah, we're retired. We'll stay behind. Let's not screw up Gory's career. So they stayed back to like, hold these dudes off and made escape for everyone else. So everyone else is fine, but they totally got captured and so glad that you guys found them. And nobody else died. Thank goodness. Right. And nobody else died. Good Can job, Widget. Still here. You want to walk with us to the smelting district? Uh, You know, somebody's got to help the old guy get back. I hope he doesn't lean on me because he'll probably crush every bone in my little goblin body, but he don't move so fast. So I think I'm going to take care of this guy and hopefully not get captured by Gruul scouts this time. Uh, to Rorik Thar, I say, can you ensure safe passage for them through Gruul territory? No. And I turn to Widget and go, sorry. <laughs> we'll be all right. I got a knife. Can I keep this? Yes. All right. You know, you're a good frog guy. And you are a good little man. Goblin, but that's all right. That's for all the fish jokes. On the next Encounter Party, with another orb in their possession, our players head back to the city proper to investigate the rail line. A shocking interrogation shines light on the motivations of the conspiracy, and our players learn there may be such a thing as knowing too much. Has the rail line come to a dead end? Find out next time on Encounter Party! Encounter Party is produced by Play Plus One and Charging Moose Media, based on the worlds of Dungeons and & Dragons and Magic the Gathering, created by Wizards of the Coast. Original campaign written by Brian David Judkins. Sound capture and original effects by Will Malones. Edits and mixing by Ned Donovan and Katie Brow. Theme song and additional music by Alexander Nakarada of Serpent Sound Studios. Additional music by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech. 
Special thanks to Megan Judkins and Will Malonez. Attention party people! This is Fakar Ordrun of the Boros Legion here to remind you to do your duty for the encounter party. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, rate and review. Check out our Twitter and Instagram. Join us on our Facebook group to interact with all of our characters. And for news and updates, check out EncounterParty.com. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. 